Jeff. And I'm Craig. Listener questions. That's right. On Twitter, at HAHorrorCast, I put it out there. Hey, looks like we're recording an episode today. Anyone have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions? Let them rip. And we got a few. We got a few bites. A lot of them are from one specific man named Mark from Ireland. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. We have a lot of answers for you. Okay, this is a good one. This is uh, from our friend Mark at SilentBobo37 on Twitter. Would you rather watch horror movies from the 80s or 90s? Just, you know, uh, broad strokes. Which do you think is the superior that you, you know, nine times out of ten you're going to pick 80s or 90s? Mm. It's interesting because 80s is like our childhood. Yeah. And then 90s are like our teenage formative years, at least towards yeah. the end. So, I, And I initially just wanted to say like 80s immediately, but then I thought like, well, Scream came out in the 90s. I really love that movie. Yeah. Well, and, and as well as uh, H2O, which you said was kind of your yeah, gateway. That's true. And was uh, Wes Craven's new Nightmare, was that 90s? Yes. Mm. Yes. I think People Under the Stairs technically is too. Maybe it's 88. It's like maybe, maybe late 80s. Yeah. So. But then you got Halloween 4. In yeah. the 80s. 80, oh. There's a lot of good stuff in the... I don't know. I think I'm still going to go 80s, but it's a tough one. It's hard to pick. Yeah. What about you? I, I mean, it's like one of those things... I think if Kia was here, she would make a really good case for the 90s. Oh, yeah. I, I do think she would. But, like, I'm going to go 80s. I think that the 80s is, like, one of the last eras where people were making movies straight-faced mm-hmm. and they were still kind of bad like something yeah. like um I'm trying to think like chopping mall for instance oh yeah like i think that was sold as a straight movie but you watch it and it's kind of silly and fun yeah. and they are having some fun with that movie yeah. don't get me wrong dick yeah. miller i was gonna say another dick miller yeah, movie I think he's another walter paisley movie uh, <laughs> oh part, yeah I think. and he's called walter paisley he's a janitor <laughs> you clumsy son of a bitch look what you did i ought to turn you into scrap metal for this AIC, your identification badge, please. Identification badge? Do not make any sudden moves. Sudden move? I'll give you a sudden move upside your head. What the hell is that? What is this, your worthless pile of junk, huh? Hey, look. I'm like you, you know? I work here. See? Huh? See that? Oh, shit. I know you bastards were going to be trouble when they first brought you in here. Ah! 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 But uh, yeah, I just I think that that's the last time people were making like sincere movies that can be appreciated as you know misses, right? Yeah. As like you know so bad they're good. I think that's the last yeah. era of that. And also I think they that's the last not last, but that's a very innovative era of practical effects mm-hmm. and all these like great directors and writers and everything kind of made their major you know, cinematic masterpieces. I mean, you think of John Carpenter yeah. in the eighties, I mean, oh, yeah, the definitely. thing, you know, I mean, it's just like, Oh, you know, um, and even George Romero with day of the dead. I think that's his best yeah. zombie movie. Evil dead Two. Absolutely. You got it's evil probably... dead Two. You got gremlins in that era. Uh, the howling, mm-hmm. uh, American werewolf in London. Oh my and God. It's, it's kind of like hit after hit. Yeah. The nineties has some great stuff too. Don't get me wrong. And, and I think, Someone that loves the 90s would have a great argument against the 80s. So. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, like I said, it's a really hard decision, but I think I'd still go 80s, but the 90s did have some really good stuff. Yeah. I forgot to ask Mark what, what he thought. Um, I'm going to assume that he would go 80s as well. 
but uh, just based on some of the stuff that he talks about watching yeah. and everything. Kind of related, uh, Mark also asks, uh, who's the better director, John Carpenter or Wes Craven? Well, that's like, that's a, that's a lose-lose question. I think he's yeah. almost like setting us up. Yeah, really. Well, I'm obviously partial to John Carpenter. I, I love Halloween and The Thing is amazing. Yeah. Um, I just got that on Blu-ray recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, John Carpenter is another one of those guys where it's like, uh, we always talk about like, you, you know, when someone passes away, we're always like, ah, oh, you know, they were so great. John Carpenter is one of those guys that's still active and still around. And yeah. every now and then I'm just like, just let that dude do whatever he wants. Give yeah. him one, sh- like, just go, hey, we'll let you make a movie, do whatever you want. Why not? Why yeah. not? He's always wanted to do a Western, supposedly. Let that oh, man really? make his Western. Yeah. I'd, I'd check that out. Yeah. Big Trouble in Little China originally was a Western. Really? It was set in the Old West and he changed oh. it. He updated it to save some budget. It's another great movie. Yeah. And They Live. Sure. But, you know, Wes Craven, Friday, not Friday, 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 Friday. Cut that out. Like <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. <laughs> but I mean, and they both have equal stakes in the terms of like they both made an iconic horror movie character, right? You know, but both of them created a character that's probably going to be around as long as Dracula and Frankenstein's oh, yeah. monster, and that's like they got to do that. Mm-hmm. So they're evenly matched in that yeah. scenario, I guess. And Scream, yeah. And Wes Craven's new nightmare. Yeah. That's actually a really good. That's probably, that might be my favorite of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Really? Yeah. We should do that one sometime. That's a good idea. And he's got a lot of, I I feel like uh, Wes Craven has a lot of unsung fun movies uh, with like Shocker and people under the stairs. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like there's another one I'm missing. Uh, but he has a lot of them that are outside of Scream and mm-hmm. A Nightmare on Elm Street, or even the, the Hills Have Eyes. I think that's another one that a lot of people, you know, tout as one of his big ones. And side note, we're actually recording this very podcast in oh. John Carpenter's hometown. Bowling Green! <laughs> yeah. It's like one of the few cool things about Bowling Green. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so what's, what's your official, if you have to pick one, who's Am- better? Uh oh, saying better. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I I'm more partial to John Carpenter. But I I I, I love Wes Craven too. Um, he did say specifically director who is better, but you know it's it's worth noting too. John Carpenter scored a lot of his films, yeah. Also, so he's kind of a, a triple threat or at least a double threat. Yeah, he's writer, director, sound guy, yeah, or you know, music triple guy. Three. Man, I got I, I don't know. I like Freddie a little bit more. Um, yeah. I keep mentioning people on their stairs. That's one I really like that I think gets overlooked uh, with this stuff. Uh, and Scream. Uh, I mean, man, I love the Scream movies unapologetically. Oh, yeah. So I think I'm going to go just by a hair of Wes Craven. I think that's who I'm going to throw in with. But I love Carpenter. So yeah. I'm just going to continue with Mark's questions. This is Mark's episode. <laughs> What's your thoughts on this? Rob Zombie wants to make House of Thousand Corpses the Broadway musical. I've never heard of this before. But apparently, I don't know, I'm not going to verify this at all, so I don't know if Mark is fucking with us, but um, apparently Rob Zombie wants to make a Broadway musical out of House of Thousand Corpses. Well, they did it with Evil Dead. What the fuck was that? Your sister has turned into a zombie. What the fuck was that? Your girlfriend was a demon too. Yeah. Um, I guess that would be the key, right? Is like what the tone is. Yeah. Is it going to try to be like, a, it can't be, right? If it's a musical, it'd have to be pretty silly, right? I would imagine, but I don't know. I'm not a big musical guy, yeah. so uh, there are musicals where people take it 100% seriously. But sure. uh, well, King Kong, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that's, that's supposed to be amazing. Yeah. So 
Oh man. Um, well, I'll be totally honest. I'm not a huge fan of those Rob Zombie movies mm. personally. So I don't know if they want to do it, go for it. Yeah. It's no, it's <laughs> another thing where I think, uh, Kia kind of completes us a little bit. Cause I think she yeah. would take up for Rob Zombie a little oh, bit. Yeah. She likes his movies a little bit more than we do. Mm-hmm. I think that house of a thousand corpses is pretty overrated. But it's been a little while since I've seen it. I liked yeah. Devil's Rejects a little bit more. I thought the com- comedy in that worked a little bit better. And, he, you know, frankly, some of the acting I thought was a lot more heightened and better in that one versus uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. But honestly, it's, so, it's such a weird idea. I would be interested. Yeah. Might be kind of cool to see. I went to a, uh, the one time I went to Halloween Horror Nights, they did a House of a Thousand Corpses, like, haunted house thing yeah i went i, I saw that as well oh really let me see that in a few years because like they give you these like glasses to put on when you walk in mm-hmm. and it has like a rainbow look yeah so it's like extra weird looking when you walk inside <laughs> i mean i definitely appreciate uh rob zombie but i don't know well, those movies didn't really do much for me and he had a very thankless role of remaking halloween i mean granted yeah. he took that assignment but i'm just saying like to remake an iconic movie like that had to be really challenging oh, and yeah. He at least tried to do something different and original with it. Good questions, Mark. If you were put on an island in the middle of nowhere, what five movies would you take with you? Hmm. So it's like, you know, desert island scenario. Yeah. You have five movies. What would what would you pick? I guess they don't have to be horror movies. Yeah. Hmm. Well, if they don't have to be horror movies, that makes the decision much harder. Um, let's, say, let's say horror movies. Okay, we'll just keep it. They have no choice... You only can pick horror movies on this desert island. You're going to be all alone and depressed as fuck. <laughs> all alone horrified. Oh, man. Well, that, I'm going to go Evil Dead 2. That's a, I love that movie. Because then you got, you know, it's horror, but it, you can also laugh a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the original Halloween, probably, oh, I don't know. This is a tough one. You know, maybe The Thing. I just watched that again recently. Yeah. That's such a good movie. And probably the original Frankenstein. He's just resting, waiting for a new life to come. That's five, right? I think so. What about you? Uh, Yeah, I think I would lean into fun horror movies. I definitely wouldn't want a depressing horror movie to be with me on a desert island alone. So no hereditary? Yeah, I wouldn't (laughs) wouldn't want to watch... It wouldn't be like hereditary and Jacob's Ladder and stuff like that. It would be, you know, pretty fun stuff. I might pick... uh, I'd be tempted to pick something from like every major. I'd probably pick uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Four, uh, Dream Master. Mm. It's a fun one. Um, maybe Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. I was thinking of uh, that one. I know it's more of a comedy, but yeah. I, I, I'm gonna go with it. Maybe Gremlins Two, also straight up a comedy, but fuck it, that's <laughs> what I'm picking. Uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Four. Wait, you said that one? Did I? Mm-hmm. No, that's I said Nightmare on Elm Street Part Four. Oh, sorry. Both the fourth like, entries. So, for some reason, those two titles get mixed up in my brain. Yeah. I get them. So, yeah. I don't know. Fourth installments of Freddy and Jason would be uh, my choices for those franchises. And then, uh, who am I up to? Yeah, like four, right? That's mm-hmm. four. Oh, man. And Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to pick a future thing King Kong versus Godzilla, the remake <laughs> that they're doing next year. I'm going to just side on scene, pick 2020 Godzilla versus King Kong. Well, at least you'll have something like new to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm confident that it'll at least be entertaining enough for me to want to watch multiple times. So, and again, I get Godzilla and King Kong. There you Boom. go. Oh yeah. 
I did it, Mark. I know you're trying to stump me, but I did it. He said this, these are the movies he would pick. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, Dracula, the Bela Lugosi one, mm-hmm. Evil Dead, and Devil's Rejects. Nice. So, great movies, but uh, some of them are a little, uh, a little nihilistic. You might be a little depressed on that island, Mark. Good luck. So, we have uh, Justin. He is at Scroll Saw Scrib. He is our buddy that does all the uh, woodworking and oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Re- really good, talented artist. And you should check him out. He asks, why am I your favorite? <laughs> well, you're very talented. You're talented. You have that dad bod we all like. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, oh. that's about it. You know, he did offer us uh, each $5 to marathon all the Friday the 13th movies and do episodes on them. Hmm. Not for each movie. He said $5 a piece to do all of them. So we're talking 12 hours of material at least. We'd each get paid $5 from, by Justin. Might have to take him up on that. Deal. <laughs> uh, moving on, we have uh, Johnny Leroy at Johnny Leroy on Twitter. Uh, he's part of the Tennessee Horror News crew. He asks for thoughts on the Ma trailer that dropped a few days ago from this recording. Ma? Yeah, with Octavia, Octavia Spencer. I don't think I've seen it. No? You want to pull it up and look Let's at it? Let's do it. Are you going to meet a boy? No sex or booze. Okay. Woo! Maggie came to party. Let's get filthy. Got you sipping on it. Got you talking crazy. Excuse me. Can you buy some booze for my friends and I? <sighs> Not interested. Please? Hell. Ooh, there's my girl. This never happened, okay? Thanks again for doing this, ma'am. You guys want to party like rock stars? Follow me. Let's get drunk! The bar is open. What do you think? We don't know this chick. It ain't much, but it's all you. Cool basement. You're free to do whatever you want down here, but nobody go upstairs. This is so sick. Welcome to Mars. What? Love Ma. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> How did she get our numbers? You know where the party is. Mm. Those earrings are beautiful, Maggie. You got a sweet mama, huh? Who are you with? Just some kids from school. <laughs> you have a boyfriend. <laughs> Men are dogs. There's something off about Ma. Seriously? She's homeless. <laughs> and her basement's pretty much the best drinking spot in town. We can't go up there. Hell? Thanks for these earrings. What happened last night? You don't remember, do you? Are you guys mad at me for something? I don't want to hang out at Ma's anymore. Don't make me drink alone. Don't make me drink alone. Max, I want you to meet someone. Nice to meet you, Maggie. We went to high school together. Why is my son? Smell just like your daddy. Spending time at your house. Hey guys, that bitch is crazy. Probably something wrong with me. How does it feel to be on the outside looking in? Let's get this party turned up. What are you doing? This is the most fun I've had in a long time. 
Okay, we watched it and yeah. we loved it. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, what did you think? Well, uh, I think we should get your thoughts okay. first because I, I have a spiel about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, looked fine to me. Like, <laughs> yeah, it didn't look uh, super terrifying, but you know, well, like I could be an entertaining movie. And there's Juliet also Lewis is in it. <laughs> Juliet playing a mother of a almost grown woman too, which yeah. is weird for me because I'm like, oh god, we're old. Anyway, it happened. Um, and and it's another it's this phenomenon, of, and it's been pointed out to me. Hollywood has always done this. But the trailer really gives away everything. Yeah. I mean, like, there's no. It feels like there's no surprises in this movie that just yeah. told us everything. Um, the Pet Cemetery trailer recently had a lot of uh, uh, people criticize it for giving away so much. Yeah. Um, there's a new twist to the Pet Cemetery remake or update, and uh, they gave it all away. It's it's there's not much left on the table um, mm. or off the table rather, and. Uh, like a lot of, there was a guy from Blumhouse that basically said, "Hey, go watch all your favorite trailer, all all the trailers to your favorite movies. They always give it all away." And it's like, yeah, yeah that's what but, everyone complains about for years and years too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, can't, isn't there a way both sides can win this? Isn't yeah. there a way that they can do really uh, thought provoking, clever trailers that don't give away everything and entice people to go see it without? I don't know. And basically, the the answer is like, well, don't watch the trailers. And it's like, well, like. I still want to see something about the movie. Like, what? What's yeah. the answer here? Like, uh, I'm just supposed to see every movie sight unseen from now on. Like, no. Yeah. How do I know if I want to see this movie if I right. don't see a trailer? But like, yeah, there's definitely ways to do trailers without just showing you every single thing that every beat of the movie. The original Alien trailer. Uh, that's that's an example I used online, or whatever, because I thought it was terrific. Um, mm-hmm. And it just gives you cool imagery basic premise that it's futuristic and there's an alien a mm-hmm. killer alien involved um but it never reveals what the alien looks like it never show, it doesn't show us the famous chestburster scene so that's not given yeah. away nowadays i guarantee you we would see the chestburster come out it would yeah. it would be given away already um but yeah, anyway. the, the one and only time i ever went to like a pre-screening of a movie when i lived in california was for the what was that movie called? Uh, the campaign with oh, Zach Galifianakis right. and yeah. Will Ferrell. I remember watching that movie, and uh, like months and months later, the trailer came out, and the trailer had all the funniest parts in the yeah. trailer. And I was like, "Well, there's no reason to see this movie. You just saw sure. all the funny parts." Like, and, like, <laughs> and uh, you know, someone argued with me on Twitter. I was like, "Well, what if uh, I'm not saying any movie in particular, but like, what if the movie doesn't have any great moments and?" Like they have to give you the greatest moments to sell you on seeing it or whatever, yeah. uh, and I kind of I sympathize with that, and I understand that money is the the objective, and right. I, I get that. But again, I just feel like there's a way to do advertising where it doesn't give away the entire story, you yeah. know. But going back to Ma, you said you thought it looked you know okay, but nothing off yeah. off the charts. Looks fine. I mean, it looks like something I would uh, definitely check out. Yeah, I mean. I thought it looked fun, and I was kind of excited when I first saw it. I was like, oh, Octavia Spencer is going to get to play something different, because she always plays kind of a supporting character that's like, you know, helping the main character all the time. Like, this is an example where she gets to be a bad guy. She gets Mm -hmm. to be a heavy, and it's kind of Kathy Bates-esque from Misery, you know? So I I was kind of interested, and I remember showing the trailer to Kia, and she was like, uh, something seems weird about this. I can't quite put my finger on it, but I'm not, I'm going to kind of, res- you know, kind of 
let this play out a little bit before I get excited about this movie. And I was yeah. like, okay. And then it was pointed out to me later that uh, the director is the same director of The Help. Oh, really? So, yeah, the fact that it's the director of The Help might be a little problematic because that's kind of a, you know, several years later, looking back on that movie, it's got some issues. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh I never saw that movie. So. Yeah, it's it's got some issues. It's it's not the you know, <laughs> like it was. It's one of those like white people cure racism type movies. Right. You know that was like really popular with certain types of people. And so, in all fairness to that director, he's gone on to do stuff like uh, was it Lady on the Train, Woman on the Train with um, Mary Poppins, uh, Julie Andrews. No, the Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt, she yeah. she she's in you know like a thriller with her that he directed that that was pretty well received, so it's not like he just went from the help to directing this movie, but it's just the type of thing where there's a few red flags where it's kind of like uh, maybe this isn't going to be like as yeah. fun as we think it is. We're going to get in there, and it's going to be very loaded and have some issues that are going to be very uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm always rooting for a movie to be good, so you yeah. never know; it might be fun. But yeah, you thought Wade more about it than i did no <laughs> well, obviously well, i just saw like seconds well, ago but I, I had the benefit of someone in my life going oh that seems kind of weird i don't know so i can't quite put my finger on it but it's kind of yeah. weird and i was like oh let me dig and i'm like oh fuck <laughs> you know you, you read some yeah. of this stuff and it's like okay maybe this isn't something that i'm going to be overly excited about like it might be something i check out to see yeah. how bad it is so I mean, just just from what i saw i was like you know it looks decent but right. it's nothing that i'm gonna like rush out to see i'm For sure. pretty lukewarm on it yeah. I'll probably honestly just forget I saw the trailer by next week. <laughs> Wait, what was that movie? <sighs> so there you go, Johnny. So thoughts on Ma. We had uh, the other, another host of Tennessee Horror News, uh, Jim Jam. He's at TN Jim Jam. Uh, I'm going to paraphrase this a little bit. It says, Jim Jam says, uh, did you like hearing Felissa Rose say hi to you on our podcast? So yeah, like they they interviewed Felissa Rose. She's mm-hmm. a friend of their podcast. She's been oh, on yeah. three times now, and uh, and near the beginning, they were like, uh, "Our friend Craig is a big fan of yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you mind giving him a shout out?" And she was like, "Hello, Craig. I love you." It was like that type of thing. <laughs> it was really cool. So yeah, thank you for thinking of me, and thank you for the Felissa Rose shout out. I'm a huge fan. Hey. So very nice of you. That is weirdly our last question. I guess we're gonna go out oh, on that. Go out on. On Miss Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. Is there anything you're excited about for 2018? Upcoming movies? 19? 2019, yeah. Yes. Anything you're excited about for 2019? Uh, we got Us coming oh. up. That's probably... Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to bring back Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, uh, yeah. With the movie and the miniseries. Which she Kia alerted us to that, yeah. right? Yeah. Which uh kind of excited about. I'm more like nostalgic about that show. But uh I don't know. I think it'd be kinda neat if they brought it back and did it did it well and I mean I could probably pretty easily make it better than the yeah. original. <laughs> but uh yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool. I'm looking forward to Godzilla King of Monsters. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. When does that come out? Uh, I think it's also March, Aprilish. Oh, that's maybe pretty, it's, it's coming up pretty soon. It's it's this year though. It's like you know, yeah, peak. I'll drop. Oh, that in. I'll drop that in. 
I know what I'm looking forward to. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Boom. Movie. Yeah. That, is that going to be like a Halloween jam? Is that going to come out uh, fall this year? Let me look it up. I feel like it's pre-Halloween. This summer from Guillermo del Toro. <sighs> Scary stories to tell in the dark. This film is not yet rated. August 9th. Just August like, 9th? Yeah. Oh, that'll be like kickoff Halloween season yeah, for us anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Which is kind of a weird time to put something like that out. Like, I really like that they put out uh, the last Halloween movie in October. Yeah. But I guess, you know, you want to, most of these studios are thinking like, you know, we want to milk this as long as we can. Like, if we put it on October, we're only going to get a month's worth of yeah. Uh, profit off this but well and it's not specifically halloween in all fairness that's, yeah, that's so, true. and godzilla king of monsters is going to be may 31st of this year so mm. coming up and then we obviously have us in march it's very soon around the bend so that'll be a fun one um anticipating and the new twilight zone show oh yeah not a movie but still i'm looking yeah. forward oh yeah for sure and creep show the creep show tv show oh, on yeah, shutter is also coming up Man. So there's lots of great stuff coming up in 2019. Probably a shitload of stuff that we overlooked. Oh, and the movie Chest by first-time director Aaron Irons. Aaron Irons in the house, starring the HH, HAHC crew yeah. and cameos as bar patrons. Yes. Maybe we'll be in the background. I don't know if we were ever... I, I, I haven't seen any of the footage, but I don't know if, we're, if you see us or not. But I'm sure you do. You must see us because they had us standing in certain areas we, we might be able to uh spot ourselves regardless it's going on my imdb that i mentioned <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna have quite the list of uh credits soon yeah. <laughs> so yeah be looking for the movie the horror film chest yes coming to made by tennessee filmmakers yeah Do we want to mention our friends blowing up recently? You have Marty and we have Ashley uh, oh, getting yeah, yeah. like, or do we want to just kind of not sweat that? Talk about it. Uh, yeah, we should. Ledge. We can talk about that. Like okay. our our friend Marty McEwen, who we've you know mentioned multiple times before, but he yeah. uh, seems like recently he's just been like blowing up on the internet, like oh, yeah. like around uh, Thanksgiving or not Thanksgiving, uh, around Valentine's Day. You know, he made these like Valentine's cards of horror characters and stuff, and kind of a cutesy take on yeah. horror characters and has like fun sayings with them yeah. yeah and it's just like fangoria reposted it like three times yeah and uh and it got traction a lot of people retweeted it or commented on it yeah. and stuff like that mick garris the guy that does the post-mortem podcast and uh director of critters 2 among yeah. other things uh he tweeted it out one of them out there yeah. um justin mabry's been posting a bunch of stuff about him and elvira also elvira, posted her yeah. own personal valentine that he made so, so yeah a really, shitload of people yeah. know about him now we're super excited for marty and really excited for him and proud of him and like it's it's really great like he really deserves it he's an amazing artist. oh this dude works his ass off oh, yeah. i mean he's he's dabbling in like uh, all these different artistic forms. I mean, he's making masks. Mm -hmm. um, you, did you see the uh, Tarman mask that he made? Yeah. Because uh, last time I got a tattoo, he brought it out for me to mm -hmm. like, you know, handle and everything. And I was like, ah, oh, I kind of wish I'd, I don't know. It's one of those things I really would like to have, yeah. you know, but uh, might pull the trigger on something of his soon with yeah. a mask. So 
And he's been doing all those blacklight posters. He's got a new, oh, yeah. uh, uh, what you call it, Pennywise the Clown blacklight poster coming mm-hmm. out soon. Looks pretty cool. So. Yeah, I've got several of his, the, of the blacklight posters. The Halloween one he did mm-hmm. and the Friday the 13th one. Um, I've got both of those. I feel like I've got one other one. I think he did a Texas Chainsaw Massacre one. I've got that one. Yeah. I want to get the, he's got, he's got a really cool Beetlejuice one. That I, oh yeah. I need to pick up. So what's, and it's uh one man riot, I think is the website, right? His big cartel website, so. but it's riot spelled like R E I T. Yeah. I mean, damn, you can Google it pretty easily or just look at Fangoria's uh, social media and you'll see a lot of their, a lot of his stuff. Yeah. So maybe it's R I E T. I don't remember. I don't know how to spell things. <laughs> But uh, yeah, good for him, man. I'm oh, really, sure. really happy for him and proud of him. And he's got upcoming stuff for Trick or Treat Studios as well. We mentioned it in a yeah. previous episode. He's got some things coming down the pipeline for yeah. their their mask company. So look out for Marty. Oh, yeah. Do it up, dude. And then obviously we have a friend of the show, uh, Ashley Blackwell, who her Shudder original horror noir has really taken off. It's yeah. like a huge deal, deservedly so. It's a really cool documentary. Uh, finally got a chance, chance to watch it. And it's the only reason I got Shudder is to watch this documentary. And I've enjoyed Shudder as a mm-hmm. by, byproduct. But if you haven't checked out Horror Noir, I feel like virtually everyone that's anyone that cares about horror has has already watched it. But uh, if you've avoided it or hasn't haven't checked it out yet, uh, do yourself a service and watch it up. It's It's really fun, really informative. And uh, you don't have to have watched any of these movies. It's almost, it's probably better in a way if you don't know these movies. You can kind of discover them for the first time and yeah. seek them out. The cool thing is Shudder has a lot of them available um, on their service. So if you uh, catch one that you're interested in from the documentary, you can jump right in. So yeah. Shudder is like real cheap, right? It's like five bucks. I think there's a way, yeah, there's a deal where it can be like five bucks or six bucks. Yeah, so... Right on. And most uh, every website or every um, like podcast and horror podcast, or whatever, has some kind of thing where you can get a promo co- code for a month free. It's pretty easy to find one. So nice. I think Women in Horror Month, they have one. So definitely check out Horror Noir and congratulations, Ashley. Uh, I think we congratulated her last time. But yeah, congratulations. It's really cool that it took off so well. Yeah. And people are loving it so much. So can't wait to see what you do next, Ashley. I guess that's it for this edition of Listener Questions in the House. In the House. Keep slamming that evil, guys. Keep bu- 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 busting. <laughs> and in honor of Kia, Merry Christmas. Let's cut that out. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Half-Assed Horrorcast. You can find us on Instagram at Half-Assed Horrorcast, Facebook at Half-Assed Horror, Twitter at H.A. Horrorcast. And you can send us an email at halfassedhorrorcast at gmail.com or visit our website, halfassedhorrorcast.com. Yeah.